everybody and welcome back to BBP News. I am Chris Baker. Nick is off for the rest of this week and off completely next week, but don't worry. You're in good hands with me. Coming up on BBP News, we still do not have a Speaker of the House, which means there is no functioning government. Uh, President Biden, while the Speaker crisis is going on, announced new border policies and... The Supreme Court today is looking at possible cases to bring up in the new term. Getting into the weather in Los Angeles, California, it is partly cloudy, 62 degrees. In Houston, Texas, it is mostly sunny, 54 degrees and raining. In Chicago, Illinois, it is cloudy, 33 degrees with a mostly sunny weekend. And in New York City, it is raining, 45 degrees and mostly sunny. So, you might be wondering, along with the rest of us, who will be the next Speaker of the House? Well, we could know by the end of today. We might not. There is a lot of drama, as I'm sure you are aware. The question everybody is still wondering, though, is who will be the next Speaker of the House? And this is the first time that this has happened for more than 100 years. And you may be wondering, why is this happening? Well, it all comes down to the math of it all. So after the midterms elections, Republicans won 222 seats. Democrats have 213 seats. Logic says because they have the majority, the Speaker would be a Republican. And the front runner is Republican Representative Kevin McCarthy from California. But all 435 House members got to vote for the person they want as the Speaker to win the Speakership. The candidate needs a simple majority, which means if all of them vote to win the candidate needs 218 votes. A member can also vote as present, which does not count as a vote for anyone, and it lowers the threshold to the number of votes a candidate needs. Assuming as is pretty normal. The Democrats will all vote no for Kevin McCarthy. They've done that for all 11 ballots. That means McCarthy needs to get 218 of his own Republican members to vote yes for him. That means he can only afford to have four Republicans say no in order to get 218 votes. Now, that is where the drama is coming into play. At this point, a minimum of five and a maximum of 20 Republicans have said McCarthy is a hard pass for them. And without them, McCarthy will not get to the 218 number. So what happens is if no one wins the speakership during that vote, the vote went to a second ballot, then a third ballot, fourth ballot, sixth ballot, etc. And they're going to keep going and going and going until they get to 218. But as the ballots go on, things are getting more and more contentious. After candidates jump in, things get chaotic. And the question becomes, if it's not going to be Kevin McCarthy, who will it be? And no speaker has been uh, gone to a second ballot vote since 1923, exactly 100 years ago. And we are now going to need a minimum of 12 ballots, which is the first time in more than 133 years. 
So while this whole speaker fight was playing out, the president made some moves on the border. President Biden announced several new enforcement measures to increase security at the border and reduce the number of people trying to illegally cross. The White House also said it's going to send money and resources to the border to help deal with the influx of migrants. Now, if you want to see the immigration system fixed, the fix has to come from Congress. A president can only do so much, and then the next president can come in and change everything. To permanently fix the border issue, Congress has to pass a law which they failed to do for decades. So keep in mind when I explain what President Biden announced yesterday, he said there will be new consequences for those who attempt to illegally enter the United States, including expanding Border Patrol's ability to immediately expel a migrant who crosses illegally, and that migrant will have no right to stay in the United States and will be subject to a five-year ban. The Biden administration is also adding asylum asylum officers and immigration judges to the border to try and get backlog of asylum cases from month from months to days, expanding the president's new anti-human smuggling program that has already resulted in 7,300 arrests and increasing funding to border cities dealing with an influx of migrants. So if I said 200, or sorry, if I said 22-380, would you know what I'm talking about? A lot of you may already know or think You've heard something about what's going on. But for those that have questions, I'm about to drop some information about this. And just so you know, the Supreme Court is going to be talking about this very case today. So 22-38 is a court case I keep seeing people talking to, talking about and referring to um, by the number on social media. But no one refers to cases by number like that. The case is called Bruins versus Adams. A guy named Roland Brunson is suing 385 members of the House and Senate, starting with Representative Adams and including President Biden, Vice President Harris, and former Vice President Mike Pence. Brunson's case claims all those defendants broke their oaths of office by voting to certify the elections of the Electoral College on January 6, 2021, making Joe Biden the President of the United States. Bruce's suit says those members of Congress choose not to investigate the allegations of election fraud, foreign election interference, or national security risks in the 2020 presidential election. Bruce's wants all 385 lawmakers plus President Biden and Vice President Harris revoked from office and none of them, including former Vice President Pence, to ever be able to hold office again. So that's basically the case. Now here are the facts. Bruce's took this case to federal district court in Utah in June 2021. The judge threw it out for lack of jurisdiction. Bruce then appealed the case to the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals in February of 2022. In October of 2022, three judge three judge panel made up of judges appointed by President George W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, and Donald Trump unanimously upheld the lower court ruling and threw out the case for lack of jurisdiction. Bruce has appealed to the Supreme Court and brings us to where we are today. Now, the Supreme Court has countless cases presented to them each and every year, and many times a year the court 
has what's called a conference, and during that conference, all the justices get together in one room and look at the options and decide which of the cases they are they want to hear, if any at all. This is not a hearing, nor is it oral arguments. It's literally just the justices deciding whether they want to even concern themselves with a case. And today, January 6th, as part of the court's regular conference, they are going to look at these cases. Brunson's is one of them. Now, as I said, the Supreme Court does not have to take does not have to take this case if they don't don't want to, then the Tenth Circuit Court of Appealing ruling stands and the case is thrown out. Four of the nine justices have to agree to hear Brunson's case in order for the court to put in put it on the docket. So the United States jobs market remains strong with more than 1.7 million jobs open per unemployed worker. Today's Labor Department jobs report found workers continue to have confidence that they can easily find a new job, so much so that 4.2 million workers quit their jobs in November. That makes 16 months in a row that 4 million or more workers quit their job every month. The report found that sectors with the highest quit rate in November were healthcare and social assistances with 82,000 plus, transportation, warehousing, and utilities at 73,000 plus, and information at nearly 20,000. Getting into rapid news, the game between the Bengals and Bills will not be resumed after it was postponed due to DeMar Hamlin's sudden cardiac arrest on the field. And Michigan Senator Debbie Stabenow won't seek re-election opening key Democratic seat in the state of Michigan. That is the end of this Friday morning news episode. I will be back here Sunday with what to expect for the week of January 8th and back with a Monday morning news episode. Until then, everybody enjoy the start to your weekend. Bye guys.